on the ump season 4 episode 17 despite our walk on music this is not a bowling podcast this is ostensibly a baseball podcast welcome tuning in from Champaign Illinois my name is Joel with me tonight are Sam and Eli fellas how are you doing hey Joel uh, this is Sam I'm tuning in from Brooklyn, New York, doing well. Hey, Joel, how's it going? This is Eli uh, coming at you from the PVD. Uh, doing pretty well. Big uh, NBA basketball finals or uh, playoffs tonight. So I, uh, I'm, I'm simultaneously watching the Celtics, <laughs> full disclosure. How's that game going right now, Eli? We're down about 10 in the third, which is not great, but still got time. Right, right, right. Lots of time left. Ladies mm-hmm. and gentlemen, uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you also if you la- listened last week to our episode, bringing sex- Big Sexy is Bringing Sexy Back, all about Bartolo Colon. Also, in case you didn't know, we've got a couple of mini-episodes that we're about to post. We just posted one on Tuesday, tonight's Thursday. Uh, our baseball and philosophy segment. So be sure to check that shit out also. It's deep. It's yeah. deep. Short and deep. <laughs> the short, the deep and the short. That's the tagline of baseball and philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's going to be good. This, of course, is our, let's call it the flagship of the Dump on the Ump podcast, the original yeah. We've also got plans. Go ahead, Sam. It's, it's really a media empire in the making. Exactly. Yeah. And because we're a media empire in the making, I've got to plug all of our other social media outlets. So if you're listening to us on SoundCloud, thank you very much. If you're listening to us on iTunes, thank you very much. Um, rate us and review us on iTunes. I would appreciate it. We need some more ratings on that on iTunes. You can follow us on Twitter at Dump on the Ump. You can find us on Facebook, Dump on the Ump. And you can find us on WordPress, dumponthump.wordpress.com. Also, if you've got an idea that you want us to do, if you've got something to say about one of the podcasts, if you just want to yell at us for being a bunch of morons, go ahead and email us, dumponthump at gmail.com. Uh, special shit. Go ahead. Do you ever check that email address? I just started. That's why I've, I've mentioned it the last two <laughs> times. I've totally forgot about that email address. And that like, like 10,000 unread messages from 
angry fan. <laughs> no, yeah. it was all just like updates from Twitter. And it's like Jose Bautista. It's like, <laughs> how come you guys never call me back? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've got 120 unread emails from Jose Bautista. <laughs> He's just really clingy. That's the problem. Yeah. That's the problem. With Jose Bautista. <laughs> Rihanna sent Joel about 12 direct messages. I know! Ah, Rihanna, I'm so sorry. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Baby. Yeah, if I got time. If I have time for it. Right. right. I got I gotta let it wait a little bit. Keep it waiting. <laughs> um, thank you very much. We still got a lot of support coming from Brooklyn, New York. Really love that. Also, thank you to our listeners this week in Des Moines, Iowa. Oh yeah, about time we broke into that Des Moines market. Right? Field of Dreams. Right. I think it's probably because we referenced that a couple weeks ago. Oh, probably. Thank also, because of our upcoming presidential um, election <laughs> bid. Never, a lot of interest in the dump on the um, 2020. <laughs> Never too early to start uh, hitting the caucus states. <laughs> uh, oh, now I'm sad. <laughs> It'll be the first time three bros have run for president. <laughs> How's that going to work? <laughs> no, we're all going to be the president. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's the podcast. It's, you know, if, if, a, if a corporation can be a person, then a podcast can be the president. Right. That's all I'm saying. That's a good call. <laughs> you like three guys in a donkey suit with a face of Joe West. <laughs> People would vote for that. People would vote for anything. They'd vote for a pig. They'd vote for a reality TV star with no actual political experience. People are idiots. America. America. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh, speaking anyway, of... Am- we're coming to you soon. That's all. Yeah. That's all that means. Yeah, totally. Uh, the one time I've been to Iowa, I was at Quad Cities, Iowa, for the marathon in Davenport, mm. Iowa. I liked it a lot. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, thank you, Tampa, Florida. Speaking of America, I feel like nothing's more American than Tampa, Florida. Yeah, fighting blue hairs. Exactly. <laughs> Lacrosse, Wisconsin. It's not a real place. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> They're really well known for their polo. Right. <laughs> they love field hockey there. <laughs> Bangalore, <clears throat> India, continuing our fan base, expanding our fan base in the Indian subcontinent. Yeah, Thank you, South just, Asia. Yeah, exactly. Well, at the call center, I think. They're all listening to podcasts. Yeah. Uh, for the first time since I've been checking, Urbana, Illinois is in the top 20, so thanks to whoever I know over on the other side of the city divide in Urbana, the other twin city. What? Isn't, isn't Urbana your rival? Yeah, we're the twin city, you know, Champagne urbana CU. Uh, right, Champagne. but don't you hate them, or no? I don't know, I used to, I, are we supposed to hate them? I don't know. 
There are three. If you were a little league team, would you hate them? Yes. Yes. Okay. The thing well, is. That's how I make my hatred. It's the, like if I was a little league team, how would I feel? Yeah. The thing is, there are three middle schools in Champaign and one um, middle school in Urbana. Huh? And they're all rivals, so like when we play Urbana, that's a big rivalry game. But I feel like uh-huh. we get more up when we play the other Champagne schools. Huh. So, is the Urbana school, or are they like the snooty rich kids? No, they're not. They're almost exactly the same demographics as we are. The only difference is that they're bigger. Their middle school... So, like, Champagne's like 100,000 people, and Urbana's about 40,000 people. But there right. are three middle schools in Champaign, and only one middle school in Urbana. So, Urbana middle right. school is actually usually better at sports than we are, because they're drawing from a slightly larger population pool. Right. We beat them sometimes. But Urbana's good. Urbana's and they've got a good school too. New building. Yeah, it's, it's more. Like it's more. Urbana is more the hippie town. Oh. Uh-huh. You know, a, a lot of professors live there. A lot of grad students live there. It's smaller than Champagne. Yeah, all the snooty people are living in Champagne, drinking Champagne. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Urbana. Urbana is more like the Socialist People's Republic of Urbana. <laughs> oh, the Pinkos. There you go. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, news for you. They're pretty good at the Olympics, too. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, they're all doping. Yeah, they're all doping. <laughs> that Little League needs to get tested. I know a Russian doctor who does great work. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just. Yeah, that the Russian the Russian doctor after he like he like told like blew the whistle moved to Urbana to like <laughs> retire as the middle school nurse at Urbana School. <laughs> um, For those of you who don't get the reference, we're talking about a Russian doctor who uh, was famous in the Sochi Olympics for doctoring piss tests so that the Russian athletes. <laughs> We're not found out to be using steroids. Right. Check we it out. About it, so go back and listen to it. It's good. The episode is called Dope Curling. Find it. It is it's it's a pretty funny episode. I highly recommend it. I highly recommend all of our episodes, but that one's got some <laughs> gems on it. The other episode, since we're on the topic, uh, Joel has some letters to write. I don't know if you guys remember that episode. I was listening to that one a couple days ago. That one is really funny. That's when we're going to rename the Washington Redskins the Washington Monuments. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. I remember that episode. <laughs> there's, so much, there's so much to do there. It's yeah. such a good idea. Yeah, yeah. We have so many good ideas. That's why we have so many letters to write. Right. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> um, another town on our top 20 is Bloomfield, Connecticut. Do you guys know who that is? Bloomfield, Ooh, Connecticut? No. Mm. It sounds like a department store. Yeah. <laughs> it 
combination of Bloomfield, which sounds kind of like Bloomingdale's and Connecticut together, which I associate with malls anyway. Yeah. Maybe it's just one lonely cloak in the last CUs in America. Yeah. Silently listening to a podcast because she has no customers left. <laughs> <laughs> And we're singers. We're still great. <laughs> uh, retail apocalypse. Okay. So, hey, thanks for listening. Listen to us again. This is ostensibly a baseball podcast. So did you guys get to listen or watch any baseball this week? A little bit. What did you see? Uh, well, the Red Sox have gone into a mini slide, which is like hard to characterize since they just won like 15 games in a row. They lost three in a row before winning last night. Uh, <clears throat> and it was like, it was kind of the perfect season when they couldn't put any runs on the board mm-hmm. uh, because their pitching was not doing poorly. They've lost games like four to one, right? And like two to nothing. Uh, and it's just that the bats went really quiet all of a sudden for three games. Yeah. Which was, like, a little scary to see after last year. Um, well, one of, those, I, one of those games was literally the first no-hitter of the season. Right. Against Oakland. Yeah. Oakland. And a pitcher who's, like, not very highly, like, thought of as right. a no-hitter pitcher. Not to take anything away from him, because it was amazing, especially, yeah. like, the way that the Red Sox have been swinging the bats. Uh, you know, maybe he's maybe he was underestimated, but that was, that was something to see. Yeah. Red Sox are up on Toronto really? right now. Bottom of the eighth, five to four. Um... I've been there was something especially nice about their win against Toronto last night, though, because um, it's it's that perfect storm for Boston sports right now, where playoffs, the the Red Sox are playing, and also the Bruins are playing, and and I'm not a big I, I'm not going to pretend to be a big hockey fan, but it is huge around here. Um, Last night was Game Seven in the first round between the Boston Bruins and the Toronto Maple Leafs, mm. and the Red Sox came back. Uh, Toronto on a Mookie Betts home run, and then about 15 minutes later, the Bruins knocked out the Maple Leafs uh, from the playoffs. So oh, it was wow. a big Boston fuck you to Toronto last <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Toronto. <laughs> I was watching the uh, I was watching the Red Sox game, the first game of the series, the one that they lost, and uh, it was two nights ago. And the commentators, uh, Joe, what are their names? Jerry Remy and Don Priscillo, right? Mm-hmm. Dot. No. Yep. Dan. What? Wait, Jerry, the commentator for the Sox. Yeah. David O'Brien. Dave O'Brien. Yeah. And. <clears throat> They were talking about they have a colleague who works for or the Bruins used to work with the Red Sox and now he works with the Bruins. And Jerry Remy was talking about how 
he was like talking to this guy, you know, he's been like, oh, anytime you want Bruins tickets, just call me anytime, anytime I'll get you Bruins tickets. And so Jerry Remy called for the game uh, the night before the Red Sox game in Toronto because he was there a day early. <laughs> and the guy was like, no, I can't get you tickets. And so <laughs> This guy on on television on the Red Sox broadcast. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to say his name, but and then he was like, immediately said his name. I can't remember what his name was. <laughs> they just like blasted it for like a whole half inning. They were talking about how this guy was like, oh, anytime I'll get you tickets, and then and then they, he couldn't get him tickets for that hockey game. <laughs> False advertising. Yeah. Oh. Okay, so Eli, so NHL, NHL playoffs, who, what's going on? I have no idea what's going on with the NHL playoffs. Who's good? Who sucks? Who's still in it? Who's going to win it all? Um, so, like I said, I, I am not going to pretend to be a big hockey fan, but um, with that said, I did learn something really I, interesting. I actively advertise myself as a hockey ignorant ignoramus because hockey's not worth my time. Mm. Well, <laughs> something interesting, because I work with a couple guys who are really into hockey, and something I learned today that uh, I didn't realize about the NHL playoffs is that you have to play out of your division in the playoffs. Oh, interesting. Unlike a lot of other professional sports in which you play within your conference, Mm-hmm. Or your league in the in the MLB, you play against the others in your league based on your record. In hockey, you actually play against your division to get out of it, which means basically that you're never going to have a conference final against someone who's also in your division, which I will throw the question out to you guys, as I did to these guys earlier today. Um, I feel like that may take away a little bit from what I think of potentially the most exciting games of the year inside conference finals uh, against two rival division teams. Yeah, yeah. I would agree with you. It reminds me a little bit of the World Cup where you get grouped in your Group A, Group B, Group C, and then if you make the playoffs, the knockout rounds, you have to play people from other groups. So I wonder if that's what it was originally based on. Even though I think... But doesn't... Aren't those groups kind of randomized in the in the World Cup? Like, yeah. it's not like you're with the same group every... Every year, no. Every time correct. it happens. So are Toronto and Boston not in the same division in hockey? No, so they are. Uh-huh. And so they had to play against each other. And, and now... Boston goes on to play uh, the Lightning. Oh, okay, wait, wait, I'm sorry. So you have to play someone from your own division first. Out of your division. So you, 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 regardless of what your standings are within the conference, uh, you always will play out of your own division in the first couple rounds. So Boston and Toronto will never meet in the conference finals. Correct. Gotcha. I, I thought you were talk- I thought it was the other way around. Okay, now you're making no, sense. No, Yeah. Okay. So now yeah. they go so on So I do play. agree with you. Yeah. Sorry? So I, you're saying that 
an ALCS between Boston and New York is a really exciting thing to watch. And that's something that could never happen in hockey. Correct. Does that make sense? Is that the correct analogy? Uh, yeah, I think so. I'm trying to think. I don't think that the Reds, because of the wild card, I'm not sure that the Red Sox... They have. I'm not, I'm not sure a wild card can play. Can they in, in baseball? Can a wild card play against their own division? Yeah, leader and just plays the person with the best record. That's not in your division. No, they can play. We go Yeah, we go with a division. So, like the Yankees can play the Red Sox in the first round of the playoffs. But they could also. Are you sure about that? They also yep. can play them in the ALCS. They could also play them in the ALCS. Okay. Yeah, so that would never happen in the NHL. Right. Okay, but so are there no rivalries in, in hockey? Well, there are plenty. No, there, there, there are a lot of rivalries. But are they like only Stanley Cup-based rivalries? Or no. like you would think you'd want your like, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah, well, that's that's that that's was my point. Saying, yeah. like, don't yeah. you want the the Bruins to play the the Canadians in in the conference finals against each other to go to the Stanley Cup? Like, it seems just from a league excitement level, that would be what fans might want. But I'm not a hockey fan, so maybe they're just happy with like maybe the you know getting out of your division feels amazing because you're the best from your division and there are no questions about it. Because I, I think that they invented the world, the wild card in baseball specifically so that the Red Sox and the Yankees could play each other in the championship series. Right. Oh, probably. Yeah. Like, I think that was probably like, well, what if these guys did it? Yeah. And they like, oh, they make so much fucking money. And then they're like, boom, wild card, you know? <laughs> Yeah. So, anyways, the Lightning, uh, the Bruins are going on to play the Tampa Bay Lightning, and they're one and two in the conference, so that should be a pretty good second round. Um, Pittsburgh is already leading the Capitals in the second round, one to nothing. Um, the Nash uh, Nashville is playing the Winnipeg. Um, what are they called? The Jets? No. Yeah. Yeah. In the second round, and um, I can't remember what the last one is. But yeah, hockey, hockey. <laughs> let's go, <laughs> let's go do that hockey. <laughs> yeah, the only teams I know are Pittsburgh and uh, I mean, I guess I know Chicago, but I I kind of actively hate Chicago Blackhawk fans. Just because they're really into being Chicago Blackhawk fans because they've won, what, three championships in the last six years or something like that. Yeah, they've had a pretty good run. Yeah, and so people love rocking their Blackhawks jerseys, and I'm like, hockey is lame. <laughs> <laughs> I know I know Pittsburgh, so outside of Chicago, I know Pittsburgh and I know Boston. And, and I know, you know, the mighty. I guess I, I guess I know the California teams for some reason, like the just because the the mighty ducks and the San Jose Sharks. <laughs> I'm always entertained by the idea of California hockey. 
and uh, also Nashville has a team, right? Or somewhere the Predators. We've talked about the Nashville yeah. Predators and that they need to change their mascot to the actual Predator from the Predator movies. Uh, yeah, we've, well, had, we've had that conversation. <laughs> real missed opportunity there. Yeah. <laughs> or just like a guy who like belts his pants way too high up, you know? And is like going door to door. Like a sexual predator. Like a sexual predator, like sexual predator yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. The national sexual predators. <laughs> oh, also, fans, if you can... We need, what episode is it where we have Sam name all the XFL teams? Because that's a good episode, too. That is a good one. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, in, this week in the Quidditch Corner, we were going to talk about uh, the best Quidditch team names. Yeah, we didn't get any uh, requests uh, uh, okay. via the Well, we, maybe we can but... keep it out there for another week yeah. and see if anyone comes in. I know, you got any ideas? We had some. This week in the Quidditch Corner... <laughs> I like to think that all of our fans only use the internet to listen to our podcast and they right. like won't like comment or anything because they you know they don't do that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um so here's my thing though about hockey and its problem is that its playoffs are going on essentially at the exact same time that the NBA playoffs are going on. So they're always kind of in the, in my opinion, the national consciousness playing second fiddle to the NBA playoffs. You know, these two sports kind of have to share a season. Now, yeah, but they're always playing second fiddle and third fiddle and fourth fiddle yeah, yeah, to all the other major sports. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, they have the same problem as the NBA, right? They're their playoffs last forever. Yeah, I think so. Well, they're they're actually quicker than the NBA playoffs. I think they start like almost at the same time, maybe a little bit after, and they definitely finish before them. Right before the NBA. Yeah. Someone was telling me the other day that if every single series in the NHL playoffs goes to seven games, then there are 160 games in the NHL playoffs. That makes sense. I don't know if that's true, but. Well, they, yeah, they've it is a lot of rounds. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of rounds of seven game series. Right. <laughs> so, um, LeBron James. It looked for a while, and, and this still could be true. It looked for a while like the Cleveland Cavaliers were in a big pile of shitty trouble. Down two games to one. They're the four seed in the East. Down two games to one to, let me say, the spunky Indiana Pacers. The fighting Pacers. Led by Lance Stevenson. Who only exists basically to troll LeBron James in the playoffs. He seems like a real bully. <laughs> he does. <laughs> yeah, he seems kind of... I would say he seems like a psycho. Yeah, he seems like he's the real-life version of the persona that you've created for yourself on Twitter. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I, I choose to accept that as a compliment, Eli. He's, he's just... I don't know. He thinks he's really 
I, I was listening to a podcast, and this point was made, that every NBA player, for at least the first 16 or 17 years of their life, was by far the greatest athlete they knew. And so they all grew up with this idea that I am the best, I am the greatest, and I can do anything. And then suddenly they get thrown into this very big pond that is the NBA. But they still don't give up that I am the shit attitude. And that's kind of what is personified essentially in Lance Stevenson. He does not see that there's a talent difference between him and LeBron James. He thinks that he is as good as LeBron James is. He can do anything LeBron James can do. And he's out to prove it. One way or the other. With hilarious results. That's my take on Lance Stevenson. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. So... All pro athletes, though? Probably. I think maybe the difference is that all NBA players do the same thing. So, especially in football, the... You know, if you're a defensive end, you're not really going to be like, I can do anything Tom Brady can do. Maybe you're going to be, I'm going to knock Tom Brady's fucking head off. Right. Well, also, if you're a defensive end, or like, if you're an offensive lineman, you like went to college and you weren't the star. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a very good draft. But I feel like everybody who was a pro athlete, was the best player on their Little League baseball team. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Uh, Quick aside, what kind of kid says to himself, Mom, when I grow up, I want to be the uh, right right offensive guard for the Buffalo Bills? Like, is that a thing? Is that a thing that kids aspire to to be? I think think for big boys, (laughs) you know? Like really big boys, yeah. like southern boys who grow up on the ranch and, you know, have been eating a freaking entire chicken and a gallon of milk every day for their entire lives is like, one day, mama, I am going to play right guard for the Buffalo Bills. Right. I'm going to. Those guys play forever, too. Yeah, well, they can. I mean, their knees can give out any second, though. I'm always line, a, line, offensive linemen have the shortest careers in the yeah. NFL yeah. on average. Yeah, yeah, they're walking injuries. What, didn't Vince Wilfork play for like thirty years? He's an abnormal giant dude. <laughs> He's the giantest. No, but that is, I mean, those positions do have the highest turnover and shortest careers and greatest long-term yeah, um, health, impairments, problems. Yeah. health problems because yeah. they're so large and they bash their heads on every single play. Yeah, this is your regular reminder that foot, American football is fucking horrendous and that we should not be playing it. Yeah, it's a great sport. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep going, boys. <laughs> The NFL draft is going on right now, by the way, also. We could talk about that. But I want to tell the story about LeBron James. Um, so, so like, seriously, Cleveland looks like they're in trouble. They're the fourth seed in the East. Indiana is looking like the better team. Uh, series was tied 2-2. 
Game 5 in Cleveland. In the first half, Indiana was fucking sticking it to the Cavs, up by double digits. I think they were up by 8 or 10 at halftime. Cavs come back in the third quarter behind LeBron. Because essentially it's LeBron and a bunch of, of assholes. And uh, they make the comeback. Cavs take the lead. And then the Pacers make a comeback. I would say that it's just a bunch of assholes. It's a bunch of assholes, Sam. Among which LeBron James. <laughs> LeBron James being the best basketball-playing asshole among them. <laughs> and um, it was tied 95-95. Indiana had the ball with under 20 seconds left to play. Pacers' Victor Oladipo goes in for a layup. It gets blocked in traditional LeBron James flying from behind, whacking the ball out of his hand style. Very dramatic. Upon I feel like re- goaltending, though. Very clearly it was goaltending, yes. <laughs> very, they, I, very I think clearly I, I, I watched it without sound, and I, <laughs> like, I was like, that definitely hit the backboard. Yes. <laughs> But, but it was impressive nonetheless. Go it, ahead. It was not called. It was not called. <laughs> and then the Cavs get the ball back with about three seconds left to go. Now, I'm watching this uh, game from Rafters Ball in North Champaign. Rafters, if you're listening, we will advertise for you for free. No, <laughs> well, no, no, not for free. For money. <laughs> <laughs> it was trivia night, Wednesday night trivia night. So I was there with a bunch of friends. We were playing trivia. And the basketball game was on. And I'm pretty sure I was the only person in the bar actually paying attention to it. Because it's tied 95-95. Three seconds left. Cavs inbound the ball. They just give it to LeBron. He takes, I think, two dribbles, does a step back, and drains a three at the buzzer. And I am the only person in the bar who stands up and goes, Yeah! And everybody turns and looks at me. There's that moment of silence. (laughs) They were all focusing on the trivia game, and I was not paying attention at all. Did you knock your table over? I should have. Yeah, it should have been like, trivia over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had this running theory of LeBron James, or it's not really a theory, but it's sort of uh, how I think about him versus everyone else in the NBA. And <clears throat> it feels like uh, he's reached a league like the G League, and... Uh, everyone in the NBA is actually in the G League, and there's like that one star where you're like, oh, that guy's definitely going to the NBA. <laughs> yeah. And it feels like the NBA is LeBron James' G League, and like he should be going on to like <laughs> whatever's F- next. Q, you know, yeah, yeah. whatever the next level <laughs> yeah. of basketball is, but it just doesn't exist. I think that's a very good analogy. Yes. He just gets paid like a hundred million dollars a year to just like dribble around on the court and shoot basketball by himself. 
he's he's the only one who's made it so far. It's a really lonely league. <laughs> what if that's Space Jam? Though? Yeah, it's just him and Michael Jordan with a bunch <laughs> of cartoons. Right, or the guys from Futurama. Right, the the, the Harlem yeah. Globetrotters and the mutant right. mutant the super. Yeah. <laughs> really, it's the Harlem Globe, the, the, the future Harlem Globetrotters. Yeah. From the planet Harlem Globetrotters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I still. I, I, I still don't know if Cleveland's even going to win the conference this year. I like Toronto right now, Milwaukee, and Boston could all beat Cleveland. Cleveland hasn't even won the series yet. They're only up three games to two. Although I bet... Yeah. yeah. Sorry. No, no, the Eastern Conference is really fun right now because it's wide open. Right. (laughs) Like, which is so different uh, than past years where it's like, oh, this is going to be the Warriors versus Cleveland. It's been that way. Every year, I feel like for like three years, you knew what was going to happen. Yeah. And to be honest, it could very easily still be the Warriors versus Cleveland. Yeah. Yeah. Not to get too far ahead of myself. (laughs) Yeah. But Philadelphia is like on a crazy roll right now. Yeah. I like them Um, too. Yeah. And also the uh, Pelicans. Yeah, well, like, the New I don't Orleans know if you've watched any of their postseason games, but holy shit! Yeah, you know why I have? Because they swept the Portland Trailblazers. Oh, right. <laughs> well, they have. Sorry about that. <laughs> that was very sad. <laughs> <laughs> that was very, very, very sad. <laughs> yeah, did they look what good? What did they say, Sam? They have that one guy who has the unibrow, right? Anthony Davis. Who was yeah. a superstar at Memphis University? Kentucky. 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 Yeah. 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 Yes. Right. Yeah, he won. He won the national championship with them, I think. Derrick Rose was Memphis. Yeah. Never mind. He, um, but he, but when he played for Kentucky, he was just this like really athletic pencil. And now he's like this really athletic Cigar. wide receiver. Yeah. <laughs> like, or like, yeah, like Gronkowski, <laughs> like, but a basketball player. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, New Orleans is for real. I don't know. Do you think Houston? Houston is the number one team. Right. But I just don't see take them seriously for some reason. Maybe that's my bias. I, I just see them, they're going to lose to Golden State. I, I just, especially if and when Curry comes back, Golden State can still just nuclear bomb every other team in the conference right now. Yeah, and Curry hasn't even been playing, right. which is crazy. But they don't, need, they don't need Curry. They've got Kevin right. Durant. <laughs> right. But I do think, I mean, it'll be interesting to watch how New Orleans plays because if they played like they did against Portland, mm-hmm. uh, Golden State's going to have their hands full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll and be the fun thing too. about the Rockets to me is that like they're such an offensive team, but mm-hmm. they're not a very good team. Sometimes it feels that way. 
Oh yeah. Like they're really good at scoring, but like nothing else. <laughs> it's like if Harden scores forty points, then they score one hundred and twenty points. Yes. But if Harden scores twenty points, they score like yeah. eighty. Yes. You know. Yes. Um, they're pretty pretty one dimensional. Yeah. Sam, can you get closer just a little bit to your microphone? You're a little quiet. Yeah. Is this better? Say something. I'm saying something. No, that's not better. Oh, say something. I'm saying something now. There you go. But don't Is that yeah. better? Yeah, that's way better. Sorry, <coughs> ladies and gentlemen, we have to do uh, AV tech on live on air because we suck at technology. <laughs> Well, I also just got a new microphone, so yeah, yeah. And maybe I wasn't shouting. I usually shout a much louder. Yeah. Like quiet. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Drink some more whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we're at the we're at the forty minute mark. Do we want to talk baseball? Do we want to talk football? Do we want to talk Quidditch? I feel like we should get in a little bit of baseball. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. So, speaking of the Houston Rockets, their point guard is Chris Paul, who is also back-to-back celebrity bowling champion. And he defeated the one and only Mookie Betts this year in the final for the celebrity bowling championship. On Did East he beat him? Yeah, Chris, know, like, he beat him. Chris Paul. Yeah, last 2017. I thought that Mookie beat, beat Chris Paul like for the first time in three years this year. Did he? Did yeah, Mookie? Mookie? I'm gonna Google that. Google that. I thought Chris Paul won. Champion, and then Mookie beat him this year. Oh. because he rolled a perfect game. Well, that'll do it. Yeah. Chris Paul is really good at bowling. So is Mookie Betts. Right. Which is yeah. why we played that song at the beginning right. of the podcast. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Moogie Bats is really good at bowling, and he's really good at baseball, also. Moogie Bats hit a leadoff home run yesterday in the game, and he also hit a game-winning home run. In the same game? But it's the third leadoff, he's a leadoff hitter, it's the third leadoff home run that he has hit this year already, and it's the first month of the season. That's pretty impressive. So yeah, he just tied. I think he tied uh, Johnny Damon for the most leadoff home runs uh, for a Red Sox leadoff hitter. And um, it's the first month of the season. Yeah, and he's like four years in or something. <laughs> I was uh, it, speaking of which, the Red Sox just won. By the way. Yeah, oh, Chris Sale got the victory. Oh, good for him. You know who only has one win so far this year? Clayton Kershaw. Clayton Kershaw. Reds? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Cincinnati. I was really pulling for you. It broke my heart. <laughs> Guys, according to the internet, Chris Paul won the last uh, oh. dub, uh, bowling championship. Well, yeah, Mookie Betts just recently pulled a perfect game, Sam. Chris, Chris Paul beat Mookie Betts 259 to 226 in the title match. That one's 
a one twenty six. So yeah, yeah, no, yeah, two fifty nine, two two twenty six. Yeah, they were both very good at bowling. All I'm saying. Yeah. Also, the Mookie Betts is five foot nine. Mookie Betts right. is a little guy. Yeah. And he's better at baseball than Chris Paul. <laughs> if we were to hand out the American <laughs> I, team, I hope so. Right. It would be Mookie Betts, right? The AL MVP? Yeah. Okay, so here's what I wanted to... Good question. I'm glad you brought that up because I did get in a little bit of a Twitter spat about that the other day. Because right. I've been... With Mike Trout bro, right? With a Mike Trout bro. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, that's what I said. I made that exact same fart noise with my mouth when he said Mike <laughs> Trout. Uh, but that's, that's a tough call because Mike Trout has... Okay, I'm going to go to these stats. I'm going to get super nerdy and super boring right now. Okay, uh, let's go to OPS, okay? I like OPS. Here are your top five... Oh, Trout dropped. Trout used to be seventh, fifth, now he's seventh. Betts is second in the MLB in OPS, 1192. Trout Behind. is uh, Didi Gregorius. Oh, fuck that guy. Yeah, Didi Gregorius is fucking lighting it up right now. 29 oh, RBIs. That's fucking crazy. 354. He's got nine home runs. Second, only the Trout. The only See, Trout's got a better war right now than Mookie does, and that's only, in my opinion, because of the home runs. Which is, I mean... Well, and also because, like... Like, saying you're only better than me because you hit more home runs is kind of an absurd thing to say, but yeah, go on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's just that, like, it's like above replacement, right? I feel like the Red Sox have a really productive bench, and... Mookie sits a lot more than Mike Trout hmm. and is replaced by, like... Oh, you're right. You know, Hernandez, or uh, Martinez is coming uh -huh. off, you know... That's a really good the... point. Trout has uh, 95 at-bats. Mookie Betts only has 80 at-bats. Right, and Mookie Betts is a leadoff hitter. Mike Trout's a number two hitter, yeah. three hitter. So he should have fewer if they're playing the same amount of innings. That's interesting. So... Mookie is 28 for 80. Trout is 28 for 95. That's a big difference. I feel like, I feel like Mike Trout's wins above, like, war, right? Wins above replacement. Yeah. I feel like that stat, is in, stat has been inflated for him over the years because he's played on so many terrible teams. That is a very interesting point. I hadn't thought of that. He's played in 25 games. Betts has only played in 21 games. Right. Huh. That's a really interesting Although I, I think that you uh, weigh all of this, you, him playing more games and performing better over um, more games itself, right? I mean, it's not like just because he plays more games, his stats are inflated. He should be rewarded for playing more games and having better stats. No, but, no, but that's what not I'm saying. Is that, like, his replacement is not as good. I don't think right. that's the right point to make. I think everybody has the same replacement. The replacement is some hypothetical average baseball player. 
everybody gets the same replacement. Right? Of the current team or no? I don't think of the current team. I think just... Based on team stats? No, I don't think that's based on team stats. I don't have... I don't have proof of that. I don't, I think it is based on league averages. Oh, league average. Yeah. Um, but, so I, I think... But I think you have a point of... I think Mike Trout's war is based on the fact that he has two more home runs than Mookie does, but he's got those two more home runs in 15 more more at-bats. Right. I I think they don't take that into account. Oh, he also walks a lot more than Mookie bets, though. That's huge. Mookie swings the bat a lot. He doesn't strike out, though. Like a leadoff hitter too. Yeah. No. So, yeah. Probably a lot more strikes. Trout struck out twenty-two times. Mookie struck out eleven times. Yeah. You know, you should look up is uh, if John someone Carlos, keeps track of this is how many times they swing and miss. Oh, I'm sure somebody keeps track of that. I, I, yeah, because I, I know that Mookie bets like goes on these incredible streaks, like you know, six games without. Missing the ball when he swings or something crazy. Well, like he that. did and that. I bet you that. Was that the end of last season where he was threatening the record for most games without striking out? Yeah. 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 And I bet you Mike Trout is up there too. He's a big swing and hit the ball. He strikes out a lot. And he strikes out. He, right now mm-hmm. he's striking out a lot. Um, let me look. He struck out a fair amount in that series against the Red Sox, actually. Let me, let me, your top. Here are your top four MLB hitters by OPS. You ready? Number one, Didi Gregorius. Number two, Mookie Betts. Number three, Aaron Judge. Number four, Manny Machado. Your top four hitters in MLB by OPS are all in the AL East. (laughs) Well, that speaks to some of our... Preseason uh, um, predictions as yeah. to the power of the AL East: Yankees, Red Sox, Yankees, Baltimore. <laughs> what? Well, let's talk about Didi Gregorius real quick because I think it's interesting that um, all of the hype of this Yankee team going into the season was so much about the three yeah. um, stars and Didi Gregorius was sort of a support player in that cast of heroes, if you will. Yeah. Uh, Villain, not is, villains, like, villains, you mean. Right. Yeah. Villains. Yeah. Yeah. Antagonists. <laughs> uh, but here he is, you know, basically in multiple games, it feels like carrying the team. Yeah. I Making go- them not as bad as perhaps they should be. I go back and forth on that because, and I think this is a kind of circular logic that I'm about to say, because sometimes I go, see, the Yankees aren't that great because Stanton's not that great, and, you know, Judge is playing well, but they're not that great. And then I go back and I say, whoa, once Stanton and Judge start really hitting, this team is going to be unstoppable. You see what I'm saying? The the 
Oh, no, you don't. Did the Celtics just score? You just did a fist pump. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm li- I am listening. There's three and a half minutes left, and the Celtics are down six. Uh, here's what I think. I, I don't know if you guys remember this, but, like, D.D. Gregorius, it was, like, a big thing when they – because they didn't draft D.D. Gregorius. They traded for him from the Arizona Diamondbacks. Mm. And I remember this because – when it happened, there was like a big article because they spent a lot to get him. I don't remember what it was, but they gave up a lot to, to draft D.D. Gregorius. And it was like, or not draft, but trade for him. <clears throat> and it was like, this is the guy that the Yankees have decided is going to like succeed Derek Jeter. Oh. He's like, it's like, they were like, we need a shortstop to come in and like come in after Jeter. And like not be terrible, <clears throat> and he's obviously never been up to the Derek Jeter's uh, standard of perfect attendance or whatever <laughs> the fuck that he has a record for. Yeah, but he he's been there since Jeter. Like he he came in. No one's played shortstop since Jeter, other than Didi Gregorius, I think. Um. And so the fact that he's, like, doing so well right now, all I'm saying is that, like, it should, it's not so surprising. Like, they, they spent a lot of effort and money and, like, training and, like, bringing this guy on, you know? Sure. Yeah, and I, 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 uh, I do remember when they brought him on and the high hopes that he had for him. But uh, it's just interesting to see how... Um, how badly the stars or the, the, the so-called stars have played with any consistency for the Yankees so far this season. Uh, whereas Gregoria, you know, he's been the rock, basically. He's been the only person who hasn't, you know, struck out... Yeah. Fifteen out of seventeen at bats. Right, but fuck those guys. Like, I'm with you, man. (laughs) They're not that good. Everyone's like, "Oh, they're so fucking good." They're not that good. None of those giant dudes are that good. And Didi Gregorius also is not that good. None of those fucking Yankees are as good as people think they are. And they're going to have a disappointing season to anybody except for me who saw it coming from the beginning. That's all I'm saying. Okay. There is audio proof of Sam's yes, there uh, is. disregard for their <laughs> upcoming performance. Okay, I just pulled up the stats. Like, he's had some amazing seasons, but he hasn't like strung together a bunch of amazing seasons, you know? And, like, Aaron Judge didn't even make it to the fucking majors until he was 27 years old? Like, give me a break. There's a reason for that, you know? It's not like the Yankee farm system is, like, stupid, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's been there for a long time. He's, what, 27, 26, 27 years old. He has just made it to the majors last year. It's like, give me a break. That's not, that's not something that happens by accident, you know? That beer was fizzy. Uh, okay, I just pulled up the stats. John Carlos Stanton is tied for second in Major League Baseball in most strikeouts. He has 
38 strikeouts in 97 at-bats. Can you guess the player who is ahead of him and the player who is tied with him? Okay. Uh, Sanchez. No, good guess, though. Okay, one is uh, a NL... Wait, 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 wait. Can I guess? Can I guess? Oh, yeah, sure. I was going to give you some hints. <laughs> okay. Uh, how about... Uh, what the heck is that first baseman's name for the Orioles? Not him. Maybe, maybe. Uh, Chris Davis. Chris Davis is 14th. Uh, he's up, he's up he there. Out he struck out 29 times. Stan struck Ryan out... Howard? Isn't he dead? <laughs> Ryan Howard. Ryan Howard is dead. Yeah. Right, so. Too many candy bars. <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, the number one player plays left field in the NL East. Left field in the NL East. Who plays left field for the Mets? Uh, yeah, who plays left field for the Mets? Is it Ioannis Cespedes? Yes, Cespedes. 41 strikeouts in 95 at-bats. He's got uh, an average of 211. Ooh, he's having a bad year. He's not doing so hot right now. He's he got still throw anyone out at home plate on the line from anywhere in the field. Yeah, there you Literally. go. Literally. <laughs> he's got a cannon. You could throw someone out at home plate from the fucking upper deck, that guy. <laughs> Okay, number two, second baseman, AL Central. Uh, I don't think you're going to get Scooter No. He played for the Cardinals, doesn't he? AL. The Red. Oh, I think. AL. AL. Who's the, AL. Is it the Twins second baseman there? What the hell is his name? No, but uh, the Twins third sure. baseman is up there. Good guess. I'll give you a hint. No. I'll give you a hint. He used to be in your farm system. Yo Yoan Moncada. Thirty-eight strikeouts in eighty-two at bats. Wow. Now he he's got five home runs, so he's all right. He's got 872 OPS, which is better than Stanton's. Um, but I'm using this as an excuse to talk about the Chicago White Sox for a second. It's <laughs> a good lead-in. You didn't have to like explain the lead-in. Yeah, you didn't have to give away your segue. <laughs> White Sox are five and sixteen right now. They're winning at Kansas City. If they win tonight, that will be their sixth win of the season, three of which will, will have been against Kansas City. <laughs> um, Man, that, what's Kansas City's record? 5-17. and 17. We're a half game ahead of Kansas City right now. You guys are all fighting for last place with Cincinnati Reds. I yeah. think they have five wins, too. <laughs> yep. here's, here's my thing. I wanted to say this one thing about the White Sox. Because they, they're terrible. Their, their hitting is average or below average. They're 17th in the league in team batting average, 20th in the league on on-base percentage, 13th in the league. 
in home runs. But they are dead last in Team ERA. They are 28th in, out of 30 in batting average against. And they are dead last in whip. Their starting rotation, starting pitchers, here are their ERAs. They've got Reynaldo Lopez with a good ERA of 1.50 in 24 innings pitched. After that, they've got Gonzalez, Miguel Gonzalez, ERA 12.41, 12 innings pitched. Santiago, 3.38, 16 innings pitched. Fulmer, ERA, this is our starting pitcher, ERA of 6, 18 innings pitched. Jimmy Shields, ERA of 6.14, 29 innings pitched. And Lucas Giolito, who's supposed to be part of our future, uh, ERA of 9. So, four of our starting six pitchers have an ERA of 6 or higher. <laughs> a lot of room for improvement there. There's a lot of room for improvement there. <laughs> And our bullpen bull is bad, too. Our bull, we have Nate Jones has an EOA of 1. After that, our bullpen is all 5, 6, 7, 8. We have... We keep finding, like, hilariously creative ways to lose uh, baseball games. Anyway, a lot of room for improvement. It's going to be a fun season on the south side. We're going to lose a lot of fucking baseball games. Well, there's one silver lining to that, Joel, which is that you could probably catch some summer games for real cheap. For real cheap, yeah. Yeah, I plan on that. That'll be awesome. How are the Celtics doing? We're going to game seven. Oh, sorry. Yeah, they really blew it at the end. They brought it all the way back and had them tied, and it looked like it was going to come down to a nail biter, and then they just went absolutely cold at the end. The problem with the Celtics is that, you know, every, the average age, basically, of their team right now is about 19, so <laughs> uh, there's not a lot of playoff. So, What's that, Sam? Same with the White Sox, though. Yeah, and the Cincinnati Reds. I, I keep bringing yeah. up the Cincinnati <laughs> yeah, Reds. Yeah, the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I got, I got, a, I got a, a game for us to play maybe this season. Um, obviously, we have our teams that we want to succeed well. Can we, like, root for a team to do terrible? <laughs> like, Well, it's the, Marlins. We're, we're, it's the Marlins, obviously. Everyone's rooting yeah. for the Marlins to fucking be horrible. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want my team to be the Cincinnati Reds now because they were my... They were my dark horse team at the beginning <laughs> of the year, but I think I just want to, like, change courses already and say that they're going to be worse than the Marlins. <laughs> they're really bad. <laughs> I think my team's the Milwaukee Padres. Milwaukee Padres. But I, want the, I want the fucking Yankees to be terrible. Right. I, I right. say that. Yeah. 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 No, there are a lot of bad baseball teams. I think they won't be great. I, you know, I think they'll be better than the Padres, though. And I think they'll be better than the Marlins. But, what is the Padres' uh, record right now? Not good. You know who sucks are the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. And the Indians, too, aren't doing great. 
They're, they're on top of the division just because they're the only team with a winning record in that division. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that, like, at some point we should address the fact that, like, baseball has changed to the point where there's, like, you can point out at least five or six teams in the major leagues that aren't even trying to win any games at all. Right. And they're just trying to, like, spend as little money as possible while, like, cultivating people they don't have to pay for, like, right. a future payout. Right, which sucks. Padres right. are 9-17. and 17. Okay. Yeah. That's not terrible. Yeah, that is in the red. Okay, all right, so this is what we're going to go off with. So, and we've talked about this a little bit before when we talked about Sam's efforts to save the Miami Marlins. But you are the general manager of the Cincinnati Reds at 5 and 20. 25 games into the into the season, you're 11 games out of first place. Outside of Joey Votto, nobody can name anyone on your team. Billy Hamilton? Okay. Yeah, Billy Hamilton. Billy Hamilton. That's that. Boom! There you go. How how are you getting people to go come see Cincinnati Reds games? You're not. <laughs> You're not. <laughs> You're not. That's the thing, though. That's why, like, these teams can tank like this. Is that money in baseball has nothing to do with like people actually going to the games. It's in, it's like tied up in TV contracts, uh-huh. which are huge. It's like. Uh, that's like also that's why teams cost so much money also is because they sell the TV contracts with the team uh-huh. it's not even worth that much money but like a TV contract is worth like 2 billion dollars you know what I mean so do you just not care there's no, pressure, there's no pressure for a team like the Marlins whose ownership being Derek Jeter yeah. is saying don't I don't care about winning. I don't want to spend any money, and then I'm, we're gonna like rebuild the team like as I want to. Right, but are you really gonna rebuild the team? Yeah. You know, that's the question. Are you really gonna actually try to re? Like I, I think I mentioned this last week. You know, the White Sox suck, but I feel like they have a plan to actually rebuild the team. Well, the Marlins could have traded Giancarlo Stanton for a lot of young talent if they were willing to absorb some of his contract worth, uh-huh. and they were not. Uh-huh. But they gave him away to the Yankees for free. Yeah, which is fucked up. Which is fucked up. They didn't get anything back for him. Yeah, yeah. They, they took his... What they got back for him was they got to take his salary off of their books. Right. Which is fucked up. Which is... Which is nothing. Right. Okay, but but say you're you, and you yeah. want the uh, spectacle of going to whatever the Cincinnati Red Stadium is called, an enjoyable one. What are you going to fucking do? Three River Stadium? No, that's no. where the... That's Pittsburgh. That's the um, Steelers. Well, they already fired their manager. Great American right? Ballpark, I think. Yeah. Yeah, really quickly. Right. After 15 games, they fired him. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, so, you act all indignant, like, oh, 
well, why aren't we winning any games? You know, we're going to fight on our manager. It's like, well, you had put a shitty team together. So first you pass the buck. And right. then after that, I don't know, you get gimmicky. You know? Yes. That, yeah, Great American Ballpark, Cincinnati, Ohio. That's a good name for a ballpark, the Great American Ballpark. So give me some gimmicks. I want gimmicks. They could sign Tractor like, races. They could sign like Pete Rose back. There you go. Oh, right. and Joe Morgan. They could just hire the 1978 Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. It, it, it's the 40th anniversary of that team anyway, right? Right. Just, just probably perform just as well. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> there we you, just, you just have him play like one inning at first base you know he doesn't have to bat he's just out on the field he can catch a ball you know <laughs> once a month bring, bring in Tim Tebow to play like right you sign Tim Tebow to <laughs> your minor league squad <laughs> uh, there you go I like that what if every day is bring your day, your dog to the park day and five lucky winners get to have their dog actually play in the outfield? Right, for like an inning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you just have a bunch of lab with you to the outfield. Call it Air Bud Day. Yeah. <laughs> You'd have to design some kind of glove so that they could catch the ball without fucking up their teeth. So we got dog mitt. All of a sudden you get Tita, like, protesting outside of the stadium. <laughs> yeah, that would be good though, right? Yeah. That would be good for business. Publicity stunt. Yeah. You have, I mean, you just do Blown's Ball. You have giant spiders come out the outfield. Well, you still people. have to like follow the rules of baseball, right? But yeah. anything that happens in the stands is fair game, I feel like. Okay, I follow you. Right, so you have $10 tickets and like two-for-one beaters. Yeah, that ends in lots of fights, though. There's no one at that stadium. It's like, <laughs> you only sell tickets where everybody is spaced very far apart. So they never actually interact, you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen the movie Basketball? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a... Uh, <clears throat> the way that movie starts out is that they teams, major league teams are also struggling from declining attendance and can't get people interested in it, so they try inter-sport play. Right. <laughs> there's a clip of a right fielder trying to catch a fly ball and a line linebacker comes out and tackles him. That'd be a pretty exactly. good gimmick in a sport exactly. play. That right, just a roving good. linebacker in the outfield. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um no 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 concussion <laughs> protocol. Right. And to like score you have to dunk a basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like run around the bases and then you have to like jam it, you know? Yeah. Really, LeBron James needs to buy the Cincinnati Reds and then play for the Cincinnati Reds and then turn the Cincinnati Reds into a basketball team. 
Does Cincinnati have a basketball team? No. No. Nope, they do not. The Cleveland Cavaliers. Well, we were talking about how the Cleveland Indians have to change their logo to LeBron James, though. So that would be like a conflict of interest, I think. Yes, that's a good call. I will post that episode. I haven't posted that episode yet. Um, all right. All right, so Cincinnati Reds, if you're listening, we got a lot of ideas for you. Just as an update, tonight the Cleveland Browns took Oklahoma quarterback Baker Mayfield with the top pick in the 2018 NFL Draft. I feel bad for Baker Mayfield. Going to go play for the Cleveland Yeah, welcome to the the armpit of the NFL, buddy. (laughs) Poor guy. Other thing, what is up with white people and their quarterback names? Like Baker, Chase, Case Keenum, what's his name? Uh, Brandon. I feel like they're all named Brandon, Braden. Yeah, they, the, their parents were hat, hatched a plan at the beginning of their lives. It's like, let's come up with the whitest name we could think <laughs> yeah. of. Baker, Taylor, Carpenter, Aiden. It's fucking boring. Uh, the Giants drafted running back Saquon Barkley. The Jets took USC quarterback Sam Darnold. That's all I got. Patriots drafted Isaiah Wynn, guard from Georgia. Yeah, that was... They've got some holes to fill, Patriots, and their offensive line is definitely one of them. Are they going to let Gronk walk? You know, I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I try not to follow too much the ins and outs of football in the offseason because it's such a slog, the in-season, you know? Yeah. But um, And I tend to find that all of the little rumors don't really ever pan out to actually end up being what you think that they may or may not be. Yeah. Well. So um, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's back. Um, you know, he sort of flirts with the idea of not coming back every year, I feel like, since his rookie year, really. So, um, But he's a beast and a competitor, and I think he loves the game. So who knows? The Bills drafted quarterback Josh Allen out of Wyoming. That's like the most Bills thing they could do. <laughs> like, we're going to draft this guy way higher than we should. Exactly. <laughs> Next Tom Brady, I swear. Because <laughs> he, he sent the Bills a letter when he was a little kid. It's like, I told my mama I was going to be a god yeah, on the Buffalo Bills. Exactly. Exactly. Time is a flat circle. Good job. Alright, all right, guys, we're at an hour and 14 minutes right now, so we got to cut this off. I think we've covered a lot of our bases, pun intended. Um, I fucking hate the NFL draft, though. I think the NFL draft is like the worst of sports. What? I kind of hate the NFL. Yeah. No, everybody hates the NFL. But we still keep It ain't watching. the MLB. It ain't the MLB. That's truth. That's truth. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening tonight. This is Dump on the Ump. If you've gotten this far, good for you. Kudos. Listen to us. Uh, we try to post at least once a week. We're going to try to push that. Maybe post more than once a week. 
Listen to us on SoundCloud, iTunes, tweet at us, visit us on Facebook or WordPress. Guys, any last words? Uh, look for the Cincinnati Reds to be big buyers at the trade deadline. That's Ag- all I'm saying. Agreed. Eli? It's Game 7, Saturday. Game 7. Let's go, Celtics. All right, White Sox are going to, uh, did they win yet? Eh, they're probably going to find a really creative way to lose this game. They're up 6-2 in the 8th. They're going to find a way to lose it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for listening. Have a good night and a pleasant tomorrow. We pretend that every bit is someone we dislike. We aim right at the knucklehead and come up with the lucky strike rolling down the alley. Do you think we need to do a bowling episode someday? I kind of hate bowling, honestly.